If you think your job is tough, my guest today sold printed encyclopedias door-to-door in 2004. In the San Francisco Bay Area, no less, this is YPO 10-Minute Tips from the Top. I'm Kevin Dom, and each week I bring you insights from the world's top executives of YPO, all made possible with grants from Gazelle's Growth Institute, www.growthinstitute.com. YPO member Jessica Cole is high energy and passionate, so when she graduated from the University of Iowa, it's no surprise she went in an entrepreneurial direction. She met the founder of a small new healthcare information company, and he hired her as an intern. Jess quickly rose through the ranks, leveraging her sales experience and tireless work ethic. Today, Jess is the president and CEO of Becker's Healthcare, a leading source of cutting-edge business and news information for healthcare industry leaders. In Jess's time at Becker, they've grown from four employees to 60, expanded into five core areas of healthcare information, and host a number of industry-leading conferences with top-named keynotes, including world leaders and entrepreneurs. Jess serves on the volunteer boards of Best Buddies Illinois, the Lurie Children's Hospital, and Junior Achievement. Jess, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Kevin. Jess, what did you study at University of Iowa? Started off in more biology and pre-med, and I was working in a pharmacy. My dad's store had a pharmacy in it. I thought I wanted to do that and go the science route. Ended up, after my freshman year, selling encyclopedias door-to-door, and I loved it. Because that's directly connected to the medical field. (laughs) (laughs) No, somebody caught me when I was going into a lecture, and they said, do you like to travel? Do you like to meet new people? And do you like to make money? And I said, check, check, check. But I did it. And you actually managed to sell these books. Jeff Bezos got nothing on you. Nothing, nothing. Yeah, no, you know, the World Wide Web, all good competitors. Um, And so how much do you make per set? This is what's crazy. So you would try to sell the books, you'd get payment, and then you'd say, I'm coming back at the end of the summer to deliver the books. So you made approximately $235 off each set Uh when I did this in 2004. But you knock on your first door before 7 a.m. and your last door after 9.30 p.m. So you're bound to determine to sell something if you knock on enough doors. And, and it was probably, to this day, the best learning experience I ever had. because You, you learned rejection. Oh, my God. And any any job after that seemed so easy. Any job. You could tell me anything. And I was like, yeah, happy to do it. So how did you advance in your career? Well, that was summer one. And then ended up graduating with a marketing management degree. So I came back and I said, you know what, I'm going to go into the business school. And I just was drawn to marketing and management. So started to get much more involved with other business internships. All my friends would say, Jess, what job aren't you working this week? I mean, I'd hold like two, three, four jobs at the same time. And it was fun. I mean, it was just, I loved being busy. And then basically straight from University of Iowa, I actually met Scott Becker, founder of Becker's Healthcare, and started off as an internship from Iowa City, Iowa, basically said, I have this small kind of media hobby business I've started. I think it could turn into something. I'm looking for someone that doesn't need a lot of direction and could sell. And at this time, when I met Scott, we just had a small print newsletter magazine that went to surgery centers and a very small website. He had a couple conferences. He's a healthcare attorney and has built a great name for himself in the surgery center world. And basically had a few full-time people he was starting. And then I started working for him as an intern, really just 
cold calling and calling a lot of medical companies that may be interested in getting in front of surgeons, administrators, decision makers within outpatient surgery centers. And so since then, I obviously came on full time and we've scaled the business and it's been a ton, a ton of fun. And we've gotten into expanding into a couple other areas that were one degree away from surgery centers. So orthopedic and spine, we started a media line there. And you're running the bulk of the company now? Is Mr. Becker still playing? Yeah, no, he's been great. I mean, he's a healthcare attorney, still is a lawyer. I mean, he's been highly one of probably the biggest leaders in my life of learning from, and we really grew it as a partnership. I run the office, I really run the operations, and it's been terrific. You've basically been his execution person. So he comes up with an idea, and then you've just taken it. Now, you've gone essentially from encyclopedia sales to being able to execute with people, hire people. You know, this is this transition that a lot of people don't do successfully. And on top of that, you're having children. So <laughs> tell me about how you've approached that growth in the business over the last several years so that you can have all those things that you want. Give me some insight. Yeah, a few things. So every time we roll out a new area, we try to be very focused with why are we doing that and how do we win? I mean, there's no company without a team is probably one of the biggest things I would say over and over that you're only as good as your team. You're only as good as your clients and then the product that you're giving. Lots of people say that. Lots of people yeah. hire the wrong people and lots of entrepreneurs try this and can't get there. So why are you yeah. getting there? So I think niche dominance one, I think incredibly customer centric, which I know a lot of people will say that's baked into our culture since day one. I think a simple business plan. So a lot of people, I think, are scared of being simple, in all honesty, and they try to be great at too many things. We've been really, really diligent about where do we want to be great? Where are we okay being okay? And how do we make a clear path to then get to that number one, number two position where we have market dominance? And why are our clients buying from us? Understanding that why. Why are our readers coming and engaging? We're at about 2.1 million visitors on our biggest site per month now. So it's really, I mean, for the editorial team, for everyone in the company, it's understanding why our customers working with us. And I think then building upon that, but being really laser focused and then niche dominant and customer centric are, are kind of our recipes for success. What were the challenges that you dealt with coming in as a marketing person and then having to manage these people? You're managing intelligent people, top people, right? Yeah. People who have a different expectation than if you were doing manufacturing or something of that nature. How did you gain the skills that were necessary? Over the course of kind of that early on when we were small revenue-wise, small client-wise, I mean, I remember at that time, two years in, we got our first $30,000 client and it was thrilling. So at that time, I mean, we were a little unfocused. We were selling audio, doing podcasts or webinars and selling audio CDs. We were trying to kind of eat what you can kill and do different things within the surgery center market specifically. And then we really, really, really started to refine better. Okay, who do we want to hire? Who's going to fit here? This is a startup environment. It's somebody that's embracing the gray and isn't scared to embrace the gray and work really, really hard. And so we got better, a lot better at who we hire, who fits in. But there's always challenges. I mean, when you have people, you have challenges. If leaders don't say that, I think maybe you're doing something that I'm not doing. But I think anytime you have people and people management, it's just constantly working. And I think the biggest thing I find is I try to really understand what makes somebody tick, what gets them excited, whether it's what they do for fun, what they like to eat, 
what they want to accomplish at the end of the day, how they want to feel when they leave. But that's the biggest thing I try to figure out early on, ideally in the interview, and just then have a good sense of, are they going to fit in well to this culture? And are we going to be able to give them what they want out of a career? Okay, Jess, it's time for our rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Ready. What is your favorite question to ask when you meet someone new? Two things. One, I typically go for what I call the three Fs. So whether that's trying to find out what they like to do for fun, food, or family. I think typically fun is what I like. I think you can find a lot out about someone. And then professionally, I just am a curious person, so I love to understand what are they doing and why are they doing it? Why is their business in existence? If they're an entrepreneur, how'd they get there? How'd they start it? Who's had the greatest impact on you as a leader? I'd say my father, just incredibly loyal and hardworking individual. What is your favorite business book? Profit from the Core or The One Thing. Both come to mind as ones I've repeat read. What are you reading right now? Just finished The Happiness Equation, and I moved on to just downloaded on Audible, actually, Principles. What is the one leadership trait that brings success? Focused energy slash work. What is the one leadership trait that kills success? Lack of integrity. Name one daily behavior that will help a leader grow. Force yourself to learn something new every day. Name one trait that makes an employee valuable. Being a problem solver. What's your strangest daily habit? I tend to wake up and do a high intensity workout as early as possible at a gym. And then I do, before I get into work, how have I made a positive impact on someone's day? What's the best way to show employees appreciation? Be a good person, be a good mentor, be a good boss, and thank them. Well, I want to thank you for being here today, Jess. It's been a delight. Awesome. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks for joining us today, and thanks to Gazelle's Growth Institute for underwriting this program. Learn more at growthinstitute.com. Join me next time when I'll be interviewing YPO member Bob White. He'll share how his company is non-surgically making people breathe easier. I'm Kevin Dom, and you're listening to YPO 10-Minute Tips from the Top. To learn more about YPO, please visit ypo.org.